Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. We're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up a lot. But we have been called to a mighty work, motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry, but we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mamas is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. This podcast has been made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. Become a Faith Mama sponsor and join us in spreading the message of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms across the world by visiting www.faithmamas.com sponsor. Hey, Faith Mamas. Thanks for tuning in to Episode 38, where we're continuing the conversation on praise and gratitude. Today's special guest is named Ayana, and she is the first lady of the Faith Embassy Church in Silver Spring, Maryland. Let's get a little glimpse of the conversation. A lot of times we think that the the issue, the obstacle is pulling us away from God, but we don't understand that the obstacle is actually an actually an opportunity for for us to first of all be able to trust him a lot of times we're so confident in things and we forget that we have to trust god i don't know about you but i'm ready to dig in so let's get this started hello faith mamas and welcome to another episode of the faith mamas podcast we are so excited that you've tuned in and today we'd like to welcome a very special guest to our show she is the First Lady of the Faith Embassy Church in Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, please help us welcome Ayana Luzi. Ayana, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am well. I am well. We're so excited awesome. to dig into our topic of praise and gratitude, and we're excited to hear about your experiences and what God's been showing you in your life. But before we jump in, I'm going to kick it over to my sister, Janice, and she's going to tell us a little bit about the Mom Life Roll Call. Oh, yes, Mama. So Mom Life Roll Call, this is a portion of our show where we get to share our, I hate to say war stories because it sounds like our children are bad, but they're not. But there are war stories of motherhood. Uh, We stand together in those moments that make us cry, that make us laugh, that make us smile, and every week my daughter starts talking during the mom life roll call, which I think is very timely because it allows me to show what it means to be really in the trenches of mom life. And so we get to have some fun this week because we're going to let our guest, the wonderful, beautiful Miss Ayana, give us a mom life roll call moment because we know that she has a moment to share. Oh, Just put I your kids on blast, whatever you're going to do. Yes, go for it. I'm going to put them on blast tonight. (laughs) Well, I have have four children. And so, you know, moms, you know, like to normally baby the youngest child. And um, my youngest child now is 18 years old. It's a boy. And so my mom life moment is the fact that I used to baby him so much when he was younger. Now that he's older and he's trying to, you know, put on this, I'm a young man front. When nobody's around, he still sits on my lap. So Aww. he wouldn't want me to say Aww. it, but 
He's still my baby. He's still my baby. He will always be my baby. That's oh, man. <laughs> I love that. Y'all know I love that, especially because I have three boys. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, when they grow up, I just hope they still let me squeeze them. <laughs> awesome. Yes, mom life. Woohoo. I love it. All right. Well, we are about to jump into our topic. We've been talking all month about praise and gratitude. There's been some awesome things going on in the Faith Mama's Virtual Village. If you are not a part of the Virtual Village and you're listening right now, we encourage you to go ahead onto Facebook if you have a Facebook account and type in Faith Mama Virtual Village and join the conversation because we can only get into a little bit here on the podcast, but we keep talking, we keep digging in in the Virtual Village. So jump in and and join us right over there. But we are going to be able to dig into this topic some more. And I'm excited to have Ayana here with us because not only is she a mom and she's a wife and she's a first lady, but she's also a worship leader. And I'm really just super excited to have you on the show. So before we even get started with the questions, I have one question that I want to start with, which is can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey as a mom? Well, um. My, about myself. Well, I'm married. I've been married for now 23 years this year. I Woo-hoo. have four children. Yes, I have four children. And um, been a stay-at-home mom for a number of years. Uh, of course, now I'm a real estate agent. But for the majority of my children's lives, their young lives, I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, so, of course, you know, I've gotten to see every stage of growth. I've gotten to see that infant stage, that going to elementary school, that teenage stage, and now this young adult stage. So I've pretty much experienced all of these stages. And with every stage, I've actually learned that I can't take anything personally. (laughs) And that's for for sure. So, um, you know, with this journey and and, uh, just learning as a mom, um, you know, you're not only teaching your kids, but you're actually learning as well. And so this journey as a mom hasn't, hasn't been just for me to be able to show my kids what to do, but actually learn what to do, how to respond. Um, so this, this journey has, has really truly made me understand that the way we respond to things, our kids mimic. And so we have to be very careful of what we teach them, even in our example. And so, um, yeah, my journey as a mom has been great. I have learned, like I said, I've learned every stage um, and have learned that the most important thing that you can have in this journey as a mom is patience. Mm. Is patience, yeah. bottom line, hands down. Like I get excited when I um, talk, am able to talk to other uh, faith mamas or moms of faith that are in different stages, and it just it just feels like I'm learning and growing and, and being able to hear, like, some of the things that you are talking about and realizing that that's some of the things that I'm going through right now. And it's like, it's okay. You know, you're learning. Make sure you're operating in patience. It's like confirmation, like, okay, all right, cool. I feel, okay, good. <laughs> no, I think I'm doing a little, something right or something. It's just, like, further confirmation. That's why I love this community, and I love what God is doing because he's literally, like, bringing moms of all different stages. Like you said, you've seen, you know, all these different stages of your children's lives, and I've only seen really, like, 
two, like one or two, like we're in elementary school age with one of my, with my oldest and everybody else is like babies. Um, But it's so great to just be able to hear uh, from moms of different stages and different places in their motherhood. So that's awesome. It is. And one thing you said was (laughs) don't take it personal. And I'm going to tell you something. I needed to hear that because even though my daughter's three, I don't know if you have a little girl, but girls can be interesting. Oh, yeah, because they, you know, they can be just like you. That's what yes. I <laughs> And it's like you're looking at a mere reflection of yourself yeah, that kind of just gave absolutely. you this look. And you're just mm-hmm. like, did you look at me like that at three? And you're thinking, well, where, where did she get it from besides, like you said, uh-huh. And so I have to remember, like, <laughs> it's not personal. You ignore the look. You know, don't, you know, don't set it off. It's okay. That's where the patience comes in. So, you know, yeah. I love that you said that. Don't take it personal and be patient because it's not personal. Yeah. It's it's our responsibility. That's what we have to do. Amen. That was awesome. Yeah. Amen. So tell us, Ayana, how has praise and gratitude impacted your life as a woman and as a mother? How has praise and gratitude impacted my life? Well, first and foremost, um, for me, as a praise and worship, worship leader, um, understanding the importance of the purpose of prayer has been the most impactful for me as a mother and even teaching my children. Um, so if I could share a scripture with you, um, Isaiah 61, he, he's um, really talking about the anointing on his life. And if I could share this scripture with you, beginning at verse 1, it says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. And I'm going to skip down to verse 3. He says, instead of mourning and put on a, a garment of praise, instead of, uh, instead of a spirit of despair. And um, what I've learned as a mother and how to praise and how to allow praise to impact my life is this particular scripture. It says, and put on, put on the garment of praise or the spirit of despair, a lot of times us as mothers, we give so much and we put ourselves in last place, right, which means that at some point we have to intentionally put on the garment of praise so that we won't experience this despair. And I think we can, we can get into that place. And so I've had to encourage myself as a mother, encourage myself to allow this the gratitude and the, the praise to be affected by me putting on the, the garment of praise as opposed to allowing myself to be feeling up in a, uh, that I'm in a place of pity or, uh, you know what I mean? It, sometimes we give and give and give so much that we forget about ourselves. And so I have to consciously and intentionally put on the, the garment of praise. That's how that impacts me as a mother. And I have to teach my kids that. They can't see me walking around dreary and sad. And they have to know that in those places, because that's the, that's the way we teach our kids too. We don't teach them just by telling them. We teach them actually by showing them, right? So we can't, we got to show them when we are going through when I don't have the money in the bank to get this and get that. We need to be able to say to them, but God. But we mm-hmm. know that God did it before and God will do it again. We gotta, that's how we, we are impacted and we actually impact as a mother, mm-hmm. our children. We have to be able to show them that in, 
and what we do and how we respond to struggle and how we respond to things that bother us. We have to be able to respond and show them that, how, how important, how impactful praise can be. Because really, praise is also a weapon. You know what I mean? We got to know how to show them how to do that and how to keep doing it ourselves, even when we don't feel like it, even, if, even when we feel like we're in that place of despair. We have to just be intentional. Ooh, that was real good. That hit me. <laughs> oh, man, that hit me. You know what it made me think about? You know, a lot of times we talk about as moms, you know, we talk about those moments where we get low, we get so low, and it just is like, oh, man, is anything going to go right? And then we may hear something about self-care, like take a bubble bath or, you know, get a massage or whatever. Mm -hmm. And those things aren't Mm -hmm. bad. You know, those are not bad things to do. But like what you said, you know, when we intentionally put on a garment of praise, it actually shifts the atmosphere. And it's amazing. Like, it's like I get out the bathtub and, yeah, I'm clean, but I might still be, like, in a mood. Feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. Right. But if we take that time, oh, man, the way you said that, and we put on the garment of praise, you know, and the atmosphere around begins to shift. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that was so powerful. Like, I believe, mm-hmm. I believe as a mom, and all moms need to hear that. It's like, yeah, when you get in those moments, and, and I love how you didn't say, oh, you know, if you get in those moments, you're a horrible person. No, it happens, you know, and mm-hmm. this is right. a, a tool and a weapon um, that we can use when those moments do arise. So that's that was awesome. You know, and you said something else that I love because you mentioned the fact that you sometimes we may not have enough of something or we may be going through something and that you share that with your kids, but you said, but God. And I love it because, you know, we do have a point in places in life where we don't let kids into everything. But then sometimes if you shut them out of everything also, they don't know how to fight. They don't know right. how to reflect exactly. on the time when, oh, this happened and I saw my mom do this or I saw my parents do this. Or, you know, and so I now know what I'm supposed to do. You know, I remember mm-hmm. that we didn't have this thing or we were going through this thing and, and God did this for us. And so I love that you said that it's um, even, you know, of course we, we know when to do those things. But, you know, letting them in on that because we have to teach them how to, to fight too. So Amen. that was awesome. Amen. It's the application of it. It's not just. You know, a lot of times we're always telling our kids what to do, but we don't understand that we teach them the, the most effective teaching is what we actually do. And my oldest, one of my, one of my daughters who's in college, she's away at Salisbury, she'll call me every once in a while. And, you know, we as moms, we know each child. We know the characteristic. We know what, what um, causes them to be fearful. We just know our children. And this particular child I know, she can be anxious about a lot of things. Maybe if an exam is coming up or something like that, she'll reach out to me and say, Mom, this and Mom, that. And I know without her saying that it's anxiety. But me as a mom can't just tell her, listen, just do, do what you have to do, study. No, I have to tell her, the Bible says be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication make your request mm-hmm. known to God because that's the most effective way for her to actually uh, get through the struggle. You know what I mean? So we have to be mm-hmm. able to, you know, give them the example because they got to see us speaking to ourselves as well. And you kind of touched a little bit on this question too, but I just um, I just wanted to ask it for my personal sake. So I have little kids, and um, a couple episodes ago I realized that I felt like I was teaching them about praise and gratitude wrong. And, like, mm-hmm. we would get to praise and worship time, 
in service, and I would teach them the motions, like stand up, clap your hands, wave your hands. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I began to think, man, you know, am I, te- am, am I teaching them about praising God or am I teaching them what it looks like, what it should look uh, like to other people? Yes. And so my question to you is how do you or how have you taught your children about praise and worship and gratitude in an authentic way? And, like, what are some of the results that you're seeing now in their older life? Okay. So first and foremost, my whole family is pretty much praise and worship. Amen. My my oldest son plays the guitar and he plays the bass bass and the drums my youngest son which is my baby that I say you know like sit in my lap <laughs> he plays <laughs> he is the church musician he is the piano player my oldest daughter is the singer and my youngest all four of my kids are on stage on Sunday wow. um so for, you know first and foremost my whole family knows the importance of praise and worship um it started with me as a mom just taking whatever I had in me and giving it back to them. So practically speaking, what you have in you will always come out of you, right? So what you Mm -hmm. invest into you, your kids see what you're investing into you. And when you invest into you, it comes out. When they invest into themselves, it comes out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've taught my kids, especially my sons who are musicians, we – don't go to, from church to church to play for money because you play for God, right? And when you play the instruments, the atmosphere should shift. It shouldn't be that people are excited about the sound, but people should be excited about the actual atmosphere. And so when I've in, I've, me investing into my children is a direct result of me investing into myself. Hmm. So the way you teach your children it's all by example, and this is what I'm saying is the most effective teacher. Because my, my daughter has grown up seeing her mom sing, guess what? My daughter sounds just like me. She sings. She can lead praise and worship too. Because my sons have seen me on the piano, guess what? They can play the piano too. It's because of what was invested into me. They seeing me invest into myself and them making the decision to, the, to invest into themselves as well. Because you know when you pour something in a cup, what you pour in a cup, you can, it comes back out, right? It's the mm-hmm. same thing with our children. We have to be able to show them, make the investment. Because train up a child in the way that they should go, and they will never depart from it. So when they mm-hmm. see you making the investment, they're going to want to make the investment. Mm-hmm. So the way you yeah. teach your children, the way you teach your children, because you like like you said, you know, you're teaching them to raise their hands. You're teaching them these things, the way it looks, the way worship looks. But does it, that doesn't mean anything if it's nothing inside. It's not mm-hmm. coming out from the heart. Mm-hmm. So it starts with investment into the heart, not into a physical uh, look. Yeah. Teaching your children to praise and worship does not begin with t- teaching them to raise their hands. Praise and worship begins with showing them that you invest it into yourself. What does that look like? It looks like, hey, me turning on worship in the morning, and they seeing me crying and, and bowing before the Lord, not being in church, but at home. Them seeing me go through, through that, 
that close place with God, them seeing that and understanding that this is the way it's supposed to be because we teach them everything else indirectly and directly, mm. but they have to see us worshiping. They have to see us doing it not just at church. They have to see us doing it at home. They have to mm. see us getting on our knees at home, and that's where it mm. starts. That was powerful. Yeah. That, ooh, that was powerful. That, that was so good because it really reminded me of like, what you said was that what we see, what we invest in our hearts, we can see that investment in our children. And um, with my daughter, every single night um, before bed, we pray. Every single night we pray. Wow. And awesome. um, I'll, get, I'll get on my knees on the side of her bed and she, she gets on her knees. And the other night I had um, kind of clasped my hands together more in like a clapping motion. And mm. she goes, no, mommy, like this. And she put <laughs> wow. her, her palms together, flat together, and said, no, mommy, do it like this. And corrected my hand posture before we prayed. And wow. um, that was just so, that was so powerful uh, for me when you were saying, like, you see your investment in your children because it's so, it's so true. Like, she reflected that example this week as we were praying, um, you know, during our bedtime routine. And that's so, it's so powerful. And it, it's, it's also, like, very humbling and, and, and gratifying all at the same time because it's, like, you want your children to see the investment that you're making in your time with God. Like you want them to be able to, to see what that looks like in, in praising and, and praying and, and reading scripture and, and doing mm-hmm. Bible studies. Like you want them to be able to see that so that they can, you know, pick up the tools and the practical application to be able to apply it to their lives, no matter how old they are. I mean, my daughter is two years old and, you know, she's correcting my hand posture when I pray. So wow. they, they watch. They see everything. Yeah. They see everything. Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember potty training my children because, you know, you, you get tired of changing the pampers, right? <laughs> we're, so, we're so adamant. Yeah, we get, we're tired of buying the pampers. We're tired of buying the, we're tired of buying the pampers. We're tired of buying the wipes, right? So we get adamant about training a child to use the potty. And we're Mm. so adamant about that sometimes, but we're not so adamant about making sure our kids know the importance of worship, like Mm. (laughs) the importance of praise, you know. That's something that we have to train to get in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's major. That's good. That's major. That is major. And And when you said the piece when you were talking about, you know, they need to see you doing it at home, and not mm-hmm. just at church. And I realized, like, even for my son, like, he's my oldest son specifically, he seems to be learning and picking up a lot more, you know, from what's going on at home. And this year has been a really, really interesting year for our family. And so, you know, Micah has seen me, you know, just be in moments where I'm like, oh, okay you know, okay, God, and I'm, like, worshiping, and the tears are streaming down my face. Now he finally realizes those are happy tears, like, because the mm. person will be like, what's wrong, Mommy, are you okay? <laughs> and so now he, he knows, like, oh, no, you know, you know, when Mommy is so happy and excited about God, you know, sometimes she cries, mm. and that's okay. Um, and then, like, even just, 
turning on the music, and I remember my cousin Dee, I remember one day in particular, I was just like, oh, I cannot believe this is happening right now. And, oh. you know, I was sitting there and sitting there, and then I turned on um, this praise and worship music, and my cousin Dee came up, and she was like, I was wondering when you were going to do that. And my son just started dancing around, and wow. I realized that one of the most powerful things they saw was a shift in my attitude. Like, I started out like, ugh. And then with praising God, my attitude shifted. Now everybody's up and dancing. You know, everything has shifted about the atmosphere, and everything has shifted around us. And, you know, mm. I, I hear my son, you know, he really picks it up. And I, even though there are some things and nuances that I'm like, okay, you know, I may want to make sure that I am teaching this well. And I love the, the strategy you gave us about making sure they see it at home. But I do see, like, even when we go to church, Michael will say, oh, I'm so excited to go to church. And I'm like, well, why are you so excited? And he goes, because we get to worship God. And wow. <laughs> he's, like, so excited about that. Wow. And, um, and so, you know, I, I do definitely see, you know, more of the impact happening from him seeing it at home versus you know, the moments where I might say, okay, it's time to clap, it's time to blah, blah, blah. But his, mm-hmm. the impact that he's seeing this year specifically, you know, he's really seeing like a ton. Now, we worship and praise in our house a lot, but this year it's just been like, God, help, please. Wow. And he's seeing all of that. <laughs> and it has really shifted and impact, impacted him or to the point where he gets really excited so praise God, but he'll tell you, oh, wow. yes, Sunday we praise God. So Amen. it is really awesome. And it does start at home, and I really I really think that's so key. It starts at home. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you all are saying something so powerful as I'm listening to, like, all the stories and the examples, and it's just dawning on me more than ever. Like, oh, my gosh, worship, praise and worship is a lifestyle. It's not a yeah. moment. You know, and you say, oh, I'm going to turn the music on. It's not just a moment. It's a lifestyle. It's exactly it's, you live. You incorporate it just like you breathe and just mm-hmm. like you brush your teeth every day, just like you eat or whatever. Like, it's a lifestyle. It's a choice that you're saying, I'm going to put the Father first in everything, and I'm mm-hmm. going to pour my love on him all the time, you know, every day. You know, I'm going to run to him when I'm dealing with whatever because I know that puts me closer to the one that, you know, mm-hmm. is able to really comfort me and speak to my heart and give me direction. And, like, I'm listening, and I'm like, that is so beautiful because it's a lifestyle. It's not It's mm-hmm. not just the 30 minutes at church before offering or before the preacher starts to preach or, you know, it, it's not. It's big because it literally is saying it's a position to say, God, I honor you with everything. And to teach our children that. And, you know, I was listening to you, um, Ayana, when you said what your children do, and I'm like, that is so beautiful, you know, and, and I so want to encourage a mom who says, well, I live in that, and I worship, and my kids are, they're, they're nuts, they're crazy, they don't even love the Lord, you keep <laughs> worshiping, you know, Amen. keep worshiping, Amen. you keep Amen. praying, because of what Ayana said before, which is when you train them in the way they should go, so you put them on the path and you train them, now, it doesn't always mm-hmm. mean that they're going to, you know, um, not want to stop on the path and maybe want to turn around a little bit. But when we put them up there and, you know, God entrusted them to us for a reason and we have the power given through him as moms to speak over their life, you keep speaking and praising, and I just mm-hmm. feel they're going to get back on that path. So don't give up, mamas. Keep on praying. And I would, 
I, I would I encourage any mom that has has been discouraged with their children. Um, you know, a sanctified woman will sanctify her whole house, and no matter what it looks like, because remember, I have four, and so they mm-hmm. all have different characters. Now, mind you, I have now young adults. My youngest one is 18, so I still have one that, you know, likes to try me, right? But he's at church every Sunday. He on them drums. He on that guitar. You know why? Because he knows there is a conviction on the inside of him that no matter if mama or daddy is around, I know what I invested in you. We know what mom and dad invested into you. We know it. And so we're confident in God because of what, we, what of the investment, not because of we have the ability to control our kids. We're not, we don't want to do that anyway. But we do have mm-hmm. the confidence in God that he has a conviction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would encourage any mother mm-hmm. that may say, hey, my son is acting a fool right now. <laughs> you know, the, the, you have to say, to, you have to trust God enough that what you invested into your son, your prayers, even your prayers are an investment mm-hmm. to your children. We have to know that that's coming back. What we sow, we will reap. But we need to yeah. be doing it, too. Mamas can't just be, like, complaining about it and not praying about it. Mm-hmm. No, we need to be also investing mm-hmm. prayer into our children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we and have you know, to realize that yeah. we got to make that yeah. investment. That's so good. And, you know, when you said that, it's like we have to be doing it, too. You know, one of the things that really came to my mind is the mom who maybe, you know, for your child's, most of her, their childhood, you know, you weren't a believer and you became a believer mm-hmm. later on in your, in your adult life. And the same strategies still that you talked about, Ayanna, still are impactful. When your child sees your life turn around and sees yeah. you praising and sees you worshiping mm-hmm. and sees you praying instead of flipping off like, and, and going crazy, spazzing out, and they see a shift. Something happens when, when people, and when, especially when our children, and I can speak from personal experience, when your children see a shift as an adult mm-hmm. child, when I see a, saw a shift in my parents, it was like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it makes you question, it makes you wonder what has happened. So, like, a lot of times I've, I've talked to moms and things, and a lot of times it'll be like, you know, I feel like I didn't raise my kids, you know, in the church, and now they're just all over the place and things. And what you guys said was so key. It's like keep praising God, keep praying, mm-hmm. keep allowing God to change your life and the atmosphere around you because your kids, they knew what the atmosphere felt like before. Amen. And Amen. When they begin to see the change, the real change, like for real, for real, like she's not just going to church on Sunday and acting the same Monday through Saturday. Like this is for real. Something has shifted. I can see children can feel their parents in the atmosphere around them. And when they begin to sense a shift, they start asking questions. And so just like what you guys said, it's just like, we got to do it. You know, we've got to let God change and transform us and our lives and our hearts. And that right there is the major teacher to our children is when God changes us. But, Ayana, if you could um, tell us what would be, like, your advisement to the mom who, you know, is, is maybe walking in a season where life just doesn't look at all how she expected it to or would like for it to, and, you know, she's a believer, but she's, maybe having a little trouble uh, in terms of, like, 
connecting and, and really, truly, authentically praising and worshiping God, like what would be some small steps or what would be like one or two key things that you would say to her to get her um, to kind of help her get into a place of praise and worship? First of all, I would go back to that scripture um, in Isaiah 61 because I think that women uh, especially can get to a place of despair because we are so self, we're, we're so selfless, we're so giving, we're so putting myself last. Um, I would say I would give an advisement to be intentional about praise. Be intentional about praise in every situation because praise is a weapon and understanding that praise, there is purpose in praise. And God sees that even in the struggle, even in the conflict and the concern and all of the things going on, when God sees you pray, praise, when God sees you praise, I believe that God intervenes on your behalf because you've made a decision to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness or the spirit of despair. I believe that God, um, uh, it's an opportunity when we go through these things to be reminded to a woman, to a mother, to be reminded that when you're going through through something, it's an opportunity for a connection with God. It's not as bad as it seems. A lot of times we think that the the issue, the obstacle is pulling us away from God, but we don't understand that the obstacle is actually an, actually an opportunity for, for mm-hmm. us to, first of all, be able to trust him. A lot of times we're so confident in things and we forget that we have to trust God. And mm-hmm. God allows us to go through these things because of the opportunity to get close to him, to learn how to trust him in a way that we've never trusted him before to learn about uh, a certain side of God that we don't know yet. God allows these things for a reason. And I believe that praise is that, okay, I'm going to, nevertheless, Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. I would encourage um, the woman, the, the mother, to nevertheless believe that God's will will be done. And today has been, I need it today. I don't know about nobody else. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening like I'm listening, but I definitely need it today. And I wanted to just personally thank you, Ayana, for being here and being willing to talk to us and share your experiences and be Amen. so transparent with us. So thank you so Amen. much. Oh, you're so welcome. I enjoyed this conversation. Oh. I just wish you could keep going. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, it can actually keep going. If you go ahead and join everybody that's listening, join the Faith Mamas Virtual Village, and let's keep this conversation going. Let's keep talking about it. I want to shout out Maria Goff. She's given us a great challenge. She joined the group, like, three weeks ago, and already she's jumped in and has challenged all of us to every day wow. post something that we're grateful to God for. And people have been, like, posting. Wow. These are the things that are happening in that virtual village. So if you're hearing this and you want to keep having the conversation and you want to keep talking about this and you want to keep sharing what God is giving, please join in that conversation on uh, the virtual village because we want to hear from you, and I'm really excited about what God is going to do. And just a little bit 
of information for you guys. This is actually our last episode of this series. You'll see that we're going to, for the next month or so, we'll be having a couple of reruns on the love um, love topic and the peace topic. Um, one, while I go out and have a baby, and two, while we have some awesome content being prepared for the month of January. So we encourage you for the next few months or for the next month and a half or so to check out those um, those new or those episodes that we're going to repost on love and peace and really dig into those conversations as well. We'll be continuing this conversation on praise and gratitude in the virtual village, and we'll be opening up the the topics of love and peace in motherhood as well um, within these next few months. So make sure you join in all that awesomeness. So we're just really excited to keep the conversation going and flowing. And just like Ayana said, we are excited to be doing this in our life, <laughs> that this is something that, yes, we want to teach our children. Yes, we may want to teach ourselves. But the real thing is, God, we want you to change us. We want you to transform our lives. So this is exciting. I'm so pumped about this conversation. But before we go, I want to throw it over to my sister, Jernice, as she just gives a little bit of gratitude to our sponsors. Absolutely. And before I go into thanking the sponsors, I just wanted to note, I got a reminder on Facebook today that it's almost been a year, I think it's around November 6th of last year, that we actually started the podcast. So before I thank the sponsors, I really want to thank each and every one of you mamas, all the people who have been guests, all of those who have poured out into the village, all of those who have just chimed in, have listened to the podcast, have shared it. We thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We never knew, like, I I mean, I looked and said it was a year ago. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) The whole year. God is amazing, and we're just grateful. And none of this is possible without him, and it's not possible without the relationship we have with one another as we grow in him together as a community, as a people, as moms, as women. And so we thank each and every one of you very much from the bottom of our hearts, and we look forward to many more awesome podcasts to come. Um, Amen. We definitely thank our podcast sponsors. Um, shout out to Chelsea Kiraz, to Steve Young, Denise Young, and Lisa Diggs for sponsoring Faith Mamas Monthly. Um, if you would like to sponsor us in spreading the word of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms all over the world, you can become a sponsor today. You just simply go to www.faithmamas.com sponsor. And if you love this episode of the podcast and would like to get more of our amazing content, uh, you can download our app and have access to all of our content, uh, uh, podcasts, uh, devotionals. You can be connected to the Faith Mamas Virtual Village via uh, the Faith Mamas app, which is available for download in the Google Play Store and iTunes. And I just, before we close out, um, I just want to say, just kind of piggyback off of what Janice says as we're going on this little brief um, break from the podcast and returning in 2019. I want to say thank you, guys. God is amazing. Like you said, a year ago this podcast started, and a little over a year ago we had 20 people, 20 women that were reading the Bible together, and now it's nearly 800 women that are in the virtual village that are reading the Bible together. A year ago we didn't have uh, an app. <laughs> we didn't have any of that. That wasn't happening. And now not only did God make a way for us to have an app and a radio station and all of this, but he also is making sure that moms in eight different countries, over a thousand moms in eight different countries are getting access to this content. Like God is awesome. So I want to encourage you guys also today, if God is putting something in your heart, 
Believe him. Trust him. I, we didn't know how to create no app, no radio station, or edit any <laughs> podcast audio. We didn't know what we were doing, but God knew what he was doing. So that's all that matters. And so I'm just so excited about what God is doing and about how God is doing it in faith mom in the Faith Moms community. We have moms from from the age of 19 to 90 um, in the community, and it's awesome. We learn and grow and share, and just it's just amazing. So I just want to say thank you to God because, wow, and I want to encourage whoever's out there listening, if God's telling you to do something, if God's saying he got you, we are living proof. He really does. (laughs) He really does. And he can take something that you have no idea why is this desire in my heart. I have no idea how to do it. And he will make sure that he puts you in the right places and shows you the right things. So God is just awesome as we celebrate this one-year anniversary. Woohoo! And God is just, isn't that awesome? I'm like, oh, man, this is so great. So, yeah, so I think November 6th was the actual first episode. And today on this day was like when we were – were promoting or sharing that it was about to happen, this episode was about to happen. So, yay. I'm so excited about what God is doing. So, before we go, I wanted to ask Miss I- Ayana if you would pray us out this evening or on this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Father, we just come before you tonight. Father, I thank you for these these women of God, these women, oh, Father God, that are, are – um, impacting this this community of of women and mothers, oh, Lord God. I give you glory and honor and praise, oh, Father, for what you're doing in this ministry, oh, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that it will allow women, oh, Father God, to to grow as mothers, oh, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that you've anointed them to do what they're doing right now, oh, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that this would reach far beyond any border, oh, Father, that could hinder them from going any further, oh, Father. I thank you, oh, Lord God, for opening even more doors for them, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for what you're doing, oh, God. I thank you for this broadcast, oh, Father, this podcast. And I thank you, oh, Lord God, for what you're going to continue to do in their lives and in their, in their homes. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.